So I'm going to do this a little bit differently this time. I'm going to take this music down a little bit. Right now, I am going to start the show, but it's a little bit different. Hannah is not here at the moment. I'm giving her a little bit of time. Just a little bit of personal time. Um, she has had some. I'm going to stop this in a bit and go grab her. But um, it's clear that my little girl is having a rough day or having an off day. Um, much different than yesterday. I knew we should have recorded yesterday. I felt that energy was great. But you know what? Sometimes the energy isn't great. And sometimes um, you don't exactly know what to say, how to say it to your kids. You don't know how to find out what's wrong. So, or if there's every, anything wrong, you know, middle school age, there's so many hormones and emotions and things and boys and crushes and friends and gossip and man, there's just so much. So in that space, we're going to step into our conversation for today. And, you know, I'm just going to wing it. I have some ideas about what to talk about, how to talk about it. But the most important thing that I'm going to make sure that she understands is that this is not a space that she has to show up in any particular way. That she can come as she is. That even though we have a commitment, um, the commitment is all about her. And so I'm going to give her the option to continue or not. And then we'll see how that goes. And I don't really don't know if I'm, how I'm going to use this or if I'm going to use this or, you know, if this is how we'll start the show or not. But, you know, sometimes it's not always like rainbows and butterflies. It just isn't. That would be a fairy tale. And since this is a space for us to communicate, talk, and it's also very much desired that this is an authentic space. You know, you got to have the conversations that uh, aren't all roses and peaches and apples and all that. So, I will go talk to her and I'll be back with her in a few minutes. Okay, so, took a little break. So, all that Hannah knows right now is that I did record an intro. Haven't told her anything about it, really. <laughs> Haven't told her anything at all, really. I just invited her back over here to get in place to record. Mm-hmm. Got some Reese's and some Kit Kats. And that's it. That's the only thing that's happened so far. Yep. But I want to say this piece. First of all, you want to say anything? You want to welcome yourself to the show? Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome to... Uh, well, welcome myself to my show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, first thing I want to say. We can delete... An entire episode. We don't ever have to post any episodes. Nope. We can... I want you to always make sure you're talking to me. And I want to make sure I'm always talking to you. Yeah. And not anybody else. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all I care about. 
if we decide to post it, great. But that's your decision as much as it is, as it is mine. Mm-hmm. You know, we've made commitments, but the first commitment I made in being your dad is to be responsible for you, yeah. your emotional health, supporting you, loving you, period. The Daddy Daughter Podcast is a thing way down the list of priorities, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's that. Two, we should have recorded yesterday, <laughs> but we were just like bouncing off walls. I think Wednesdays we were just bouncing off walls together. We haven't seen each other in so much time, so that's fun. Yeah. But I love that you asked to paint instead, and I love that what you did. And I want to get to that in a minute. But your mood today is off, I feel. And I think we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. From coming from, I can f- just feel it coming from school. Now, one thing that's very, very, very important is, especially with this project, but most importantly with you and me, and then just us, you never have to be anything than exactly what you are mm-hmm. ever with me ever, ever, ever. I don't need to pressure you into feeling okay. If you're not feeling okay. Yeah. I don't want to make you talk if you don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to ever falsely lead you into a place that it's okay to be sometimes if you're off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And today, do you mind sharing what you described it as? Like when you when you came in, you're like, I don't know if I'm this or this. Or remember? Yeah, I don't. I just. I told you when I got to Soul City that it's just been kind of a confusing week mm-hmm. uh, with my emotions, I guess. Yeah. And when we got home, I told you that like. I don't know if I'm happy. I don't know if I'm sad. I don't know if I'm mad, annoyed. It's I I just I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Trust me. Trust me. It's a it's a really complex life we lead, right? Crazy part about it is it's possible. I think it's possible. I think we have the capacity to kind of be all of those things at one time. There could be something I can tell you about today. I had things about today that were amazing. I had things about today that were just like, man, I want to flip a table. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pissed. Um, I have thing. I had things that were like over the moon, looking out for the future, and I had over. I had things that were just like, wow, that sucks. You know? Yeah. So, I get that. I want to make sure I always make space for that. Always create space for that. Keep space for that. Yeah. For you. And to be honest with you, you know what I was thinking about this past week, actually? Um, so many people have been talk- saying so many positive things. And I hope it's not because we're doing a good job entertaining anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope it's never that, to be honest. I hope that that's a declaration for this ministry for our lives, for our family. I hope it's never to like entertain people. Yeah. If people are entertained, great. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I hope it's always authentically, genuinely 
in a heartfelt way to connect with each other first and then the world next. And I had some really cool conversations this past week about, you know, future steps, future things. I kind of ran some of those by you. Um, And then that was crazy to think about, especially considering the fact that this is like episode nine, but we're on episode nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. From like talking into our phones to episode nine. (laughs) I know exactly what the setup is. You know, I know exactly how to do the things to get us where we got to go. And just through that all, the motivation is not entertainment. The motivation is connection. Yeah. And so if our energy is low, it's because our energy is low. (laughs) You know, it's life. (laughs) It's important for us to embrace the fact that life happens. And I don't want to put any extra pressure on you. Then that's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have a commitment. And I think that there's also very valuable and valid lessons to having a commitment, pushing through, meeting it, meeting deadlines, doing all the things. Yeah. But the reality is, if you don't want to talk for the rest of the day, if you don't even want to talk today, I want to make sure that you have that option. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to podcast. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to record. I do want to know, like, I do want to explore some of the ways that you're feeling right now. And I think we have a couple other things that we've talked, we've kind of talked about what we were talking about today. But I want to leave that as your option. Because here's the thing. If we stop right now, no one will ever notice. Because I'll just play a little loop. And then we'll record whenever we do record. And then it will just be in space, in time, wherever it belongs. You know what I'm saying? And so I I doubt that anyone's like hanging on like, well, it's Thursday. Are they going to post anything? Are they going to put it out? So there's not that pressure. And again, I want to make sure that it's it's our space. So at any point, you can pull a plug. Okay? All right? What? I said. I said at any point you can pull the plug. At any point you can be like, all right, you can just do this. The wrap up sign. It's time to wrap up. I'm done. (laughs) I did that to you yesterday. Remember? A little bit. Remember when we were watching that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Okay. You want to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about um, the the movie yesterday, or do you want to talk about, or do you want me? Do you want to talk anything about your day, or anything that maybe is on your mind, or not right now? That's fine. What about when they see us? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that movie. So, I'm doing a social studies history fair project with my one of my best friends, Harmony. And um, we're doing our topic on the Central Park Five. And that is, if you don't know what the Central Park Five is, it's um, it's, it's a really, like, sensitive or a pretty sensitive topic. It's um, so there was these five boys accused and found guilty of the... Um, rape and assault of 
Patricia Miley. Um, but they didn't do it. But yet the court still found them um, guilty. And so uh, it the movie we wa- or the series we've been watching or we just watched the first episode yesterday but it's a four-part series yeah you and i just watched the first episode yeah but you but watched all yeah four. i watched all four with harmony the other day we had a sleepover um and you've done a lot of research around it yeah you guys have been spending some time kind of like going through some of the different parts so you've seen like the some of the original like testimony videos and yeah all that kind of stuff yeah, and so when they see us is kind of like a dramatic version. Yeah, it's it doesn't have the real people. Right. Um. I think it's considered fiction, so it's not true. I mean, I'm sorry. It's based on a true story. There you go. Based on a Realist- true story, but it's would it be realistic acted. fiction? I guess so. Yeah. Could happen, but it did happen. Yeah. So like, it's based on a true story of the Central Park Five, and so there was these five boys. Um, the age, one boy was 16, a couple were 15, and a couple were 13 and 14, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were accused and found guilty of the rape and almost, or not almost. Brutal assault. Brutal assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Patricia Miley and um, so it's just like the story of like how it was in juvenile detention and actual jail Mm -hmm. for them and um, it's I really like it but it's kind of scary in some parts yeah yeah because yesterday you were telling me you're like these you know these boys a lot of these boys are my age Mm-hmm. Know, these are things this is something that could have you know in theory happen at your age and for that to it's just it it's um i did not have a very good reaction to it to watching episode one um there were there were a lot of parts of the of it that just reminded me of like growing up and things that i felt and you know and have navigated in my life and it was a little bit too much for me. I was like, I went from like, woo, yay, Hannah, <laughs> to like, what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I know that I, I, but I do want to, I do want to apologize for my reaction yesterday because it literally was like a very drastic swing and I felt it to the point where I even like, I, w- I got, I was so angry. I was so angry thinking about this happening to someone your age. This happening to me, my at that age. This happening to my friends. These happening, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot. <laughs> you know, it yeah. was, and I and I don't think I was mentally prepared for it, which is crazy because you know, I just wasn't. You know, I don't know what exactly. I thought I was going to watch a documentary. I don't really think I had kind of wrapped my head around. I had wrapped my head around your project and that was hard enough. You know, I remember when you told me you were going to do that project and I was like, I felt like my heart got ripped out of my chest a little bit. Why? Because 
there's just something that's terrible feeling inside knowing that your kid is going to know more about the evil that's in the world to be honest and it was like and it's a scary thing it's a scary thing because it's a tightrope to balance as a parent because you want your kids to understand what's going on in the world but at the same time like I really have no interest in you understanding the world the way I did. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want you to feel the things, see the things, do the things, you know? And I think that it's just, it's something that you got to do. We deal with as parents and it's, there's a whole lot of gray area there, you know? Yeah. But when I heard that you were studying, you know, that case, rape case, violence, racism, injustice people's lives literally like wasted for years it it's just screams heartbreak you know and and it's just something that it's hard to think about your kid really literally studying and trying to understand it yeah i'm proud of you for for doing it i'm proud of you for for everything that you guys have done you know, so far um, with it. And, you know, this was actually part of me sitting down to watch this with you was making sure that I was able to kind of support you and know kind of some of the things that you knew. And, um, yeah, I know that at one point you looked over me and you're like, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Probably flashing back to like, because seeing those kids seeing those kids run through the park, you know, whether they're harassing people or talking stuck crap or whatever it is, or, you know, like that was me and my friends. That was me and my friends running like from behind my neighborhood. You know, there was a, uh, like a kind of like bizarre. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a place where there's a bunch of stores and but they're outside you know and they shut down for the night and and whatever and i remember like there was a we had a t there was a time when you know me and my friends were just like you know kids you know we're kids we're 13 14 and i'll never forget one of my friends phil he <laughs> he said oh this this is gonna date me a little bit but my friend phil was like oh this is one of those new alarms the new car alarms and it was Viper. And back in the day, like when I was a kid, there was this commercial. And it had like this commercial. You'd walk up to the car and it had a snake, a digital snake that came out from underneath the car. And it said, protected by Viper, stand back. <laughs> right? Now, of course we wanted to see it work and hear it work. And it was also the first car alarm that had like, dee doo dee doo so it was the first one to go from that kind of like rhythm, different rhythms. And of course he slapped the hood of the car to hear the alarm go off. But then when he did that, there's a whole bunch of thugs right across the street that had just gone into the movie that owned that car and about 10 other cars in the lot. And so they saw me and my five or six friends standing by the car that made the alarm and then they started chasing us and then so we started running and then next thing you know like <laughs> they 
got they're pulling guns on us. The next thing you know, cops are chasing them. And then next thing you know, we're being chased by the cops. And it was just one of those crazy situations. But it was it was like that, you know? And you know, I mean, we ended up all handcuffed face down on the street. You know what I'm saying? We ended up roughed up by the cops. You know what I'm saying? And so so a lot of those things were happening. And I was just like, oh, this feels like, you know, this feels like me as a kid. This feels like, and also part of it is like, this feels like how close my life was to com- being completely different before it ever got started. And that did happen to these five kids, you know? So it was tough. I even have, I'm, my chest is even getting tight talking about it now, but, but I'm proud of you for doing it. And I just wanted you to kind of fully understand what that reaction was about, you know? Um, and we will watch episode two and three and four, and I'll make sure that I am standing with you through that whole thing. And I'll lock into the project and all that stuff too. So, (coughs) transition. What's happening this Saturday? The daddy-daughter dance. Yeah, that's true. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking about? That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. But I think part of your journey, at least right now, is to begin to appreciate you know, and understand and empathize with people that have it hard and people that may or may not be set up for success in their lives. But are held accountable sometimes to a standard that's not fair. And that's the case with these these folks, these kids. They were kids, you know. And there's a lot of kids like that in the world. There's a lot of kids in the world that don't have an opportunity to, for their lives to look anything different, you know. And it is sad. It is sad. So, you right? Yeah. I love you. I know. God's been looking out for your dad for a long time. You know? It's not like he didn't, he's not looking out for other people. There's something, there have been, there has been progress and movements, changes and things that have happened even around this story that you're studying. You know? And I think that that's pr- I don't know how your project is set up, but maybe maybe let's focus a little bit on like what are the good things that have come out of this tragedy, you know? I'm not just reporting that the tragedy happened in the world because God's always at at work, always. You just got to sometimes you just got to look a little harder for it. You have to kind of take a step back and figure out where it was involved, you know? I don't want it's one of the hardest things for me to do um, 
one of the hardest things for me to do personally is to know that you're scared or have been scared or would be scared or entering scary territory, you know, but I trust, I trust that God has a way even with your eyes opening to bad things in the world, you know, I, I really do trust that. I trust him with you to protect you the same way he's protected me, the same way he protects all of his children, you know? So, you want to talk about the daddy-daughter dance? You want to take a break? What do you want to do? Talk about the daddy-daughter dance. Yeah. Okay. What are you looking forward to? You seeing or your reaction to my dress. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen your dress. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I get to see it Saturday. So, it's Thursday right now. We'll be going on our daddy-daughter experience on this Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's two years ago, or this is our third year doing it at Soul City. First couple of years, it was a, um, a dad's project, you know. Um, we kind of put together this thing two years ago. I was kind of the event coordinator for the last couple of years. We put together daddy-daughter dance, and it's so much fun, babe. So much fun. So much fun. It's crazy how much fun it is. But you know what? That's what happens when you got a nightclub, a guy that runs nightclubs, <laughs> throwing events at a church. Seriously, I mean, who, a confetti cannon? I used to do that at the club. Blinders, club, black lights, club. Crazy. <laughs> me. My, the DJ is one of my club DJs that wow. I that I hired from like one of the first times he ever DJed. So we put together this event to just feel like uh, a moment maker. You know, and it's yeah. our third year doing it. It's so much fun. It's so awesome. I cannot wait to see your dress. I'll be with you it's to get your hair and your nails done and all that stuff. But yeah, it's like a longer dress. The past couple of years have been kind of short. Yeah. Um, but since I'm so tall, I'm really excited about it because like, not a lot of dresses. Like I never really wear long dresses. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I was thinking about it the other day. And I don't know if I should say this out loud or not, but I was thinking about it the other day and I was thinking about the fact that, you know, you're, you're kind of 12 and then next year, 13 and that's eighth, eighth grade. And then I don't know, like, when is this going to start? When's, is this our last daddy daughter dance? I don't no. know. Okay. You're going to come next year. Of course. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but then after that, what do we do? So in high school, uh huh. Yeah, there's not daddy daughter dance in high school yet. <laughs> Serious, I had a vision of doing the daddy daughter dance for all ages, and then what are the ages now? I didn't know there like, was to like middle school. I yeah, it's kind of catered to like middle school and low and below. It's a very wide range. We go from like two until middle school. Yeah. So that's why I it saw, feels like it's. A, a I saw a couple. Ages. I thought I saw like a couple people from like, or a couple, excuse me, girls from high school last year. I don't know. Yeah, maybe close, but maybe close, maybe like eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, and then with our in the way the music kind of goes. And what the way it did last year, we paid like the baby songs early because they can do that, and then dinner, and then um, 
kind of intermediate and then we played like the songs that you guys that you know older kids know later yeah and so that was fun and it's totally it's so much fun but what if we just kept it going now i know that this is a total i'm having a totally different conversation than like a conversation about daddy daughter dance like you know a volunteer event type of situation but i'm actually talking about like what if we had like a daddy daughter dance of all ages what if like papu and and your mom were able to go get back in front of the mic darling <laughs> give up the candy for two seconds <laughs> the, um what if like your mom and papu were able to go to a daddy daughter dance what if college age what if high school age what if yeah you know like I'm really passionate about this connection between dads and daughters. And if, you know, and on this age and side, we're kind of facilitating, forging those relationships, helping to create those memories. But what if like later on it was like to, um, I don't know, stimulate or maintain or check in or what if it was always kind of about dads and daughters, you know? At whatever stage they are in life, whatever place they are. I don't know. This is just me dreaming. But it just seems like a fun thing. So tell yeah. me something else you're looking forward to, Daddy Daughter Dance. Um, and your friends going? I know Gigi's going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, probably hanging out with her. But I really last year I really loved uh, when we did the dance to My Girl um. by the I think Temptations. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We um, were pl- blasting that today, today, today in the auditorium. Oh, in the cool. Theater. And Jarrett was actually in a meeting Uh-oh. in 101. <laughs> so, yeah. So you love my girl? Yeah. Um, and then just like the more slow dances, I really like. Yeah. That's good because I'm kind of hurt this year. I can't, I can't really <laughs> jump all over the place like a big old fool this year. Yeah. Um, and then the f- confetti cannons were fun last year. Boom. Happening again. I just had an idea to put it on a smart switch so that I don't actually have to leave the dance floor. I can still stay with you. It just hit a button from my phone. No way. Yep. I had the idea today, within the last hour, actually, because I just figured out how to run the smart switches in the building. There's things that you have programmed on switches, you know, timers, make sure things turn off and on at certain times. That's so cool. And so um, I was like, man, I could put a smart switch on it. Have it like totally ready to go and then just fire it from the dance floor. Yeah. Those are the kind of things your dad thinks about. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the type of things that keep me up at night. Wow. I don't know. It's it's hard being a dork. It is. All right. I wanna I'm gonna go into the territory. Remember we can chop it off anytime you want. But the other day I got a phone call. Actually I didn't get a phone call. I got a Hannah's, Hannah wants to talk to you from your mom. And I was like, all right. And, you know, I kind of expect normally it's like, hey, dad, what's going on? You know, this and this happened, whatever. <laughs> You're like squirming in your seat right now. But not today. Today was, dad, I have something to tell you. And I was like, uh-oh. And I said it audibly. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, back to the mic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I need to hear the disdain right now. So, 
I was like, what's up? And then you said. So the other day <laughs> I was on FaceTime with Harmony mm-hmm. and I was just messing around, mm-hmm. having some fun. And I had these hair clips on my fingers pretending that they were my nails. Mm-hmm. And then she said something funny. Mm-hmm. And so I threw one of the, I threw a couple of the hair clips at my phone mm-hmm. and I broke my phone. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. First of all, you said boo. Did I say boo? That's the first <laughs> thing you said. Right after I said I broke my phone, you said boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, I probably did boo. Because, like, broken phones are boo. But, what? okay, so the reason why I wanted to talk about this, not to embarrass you. First of all, there's not a human being that's listening to this or that could listen to this or listen to it. Maybe people in the future will, will be like, what do you mean you broke your phone? That's so weird. Like, we have impenetrable phone cases. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Hopefully, just, geez, why do we break phone cases? Why do we break phone screens? Like, that doesn't even make sense in the world right now. Anyways, um, so so it's not about a shame thing, but I, the thing that I picked up on in this conversation. So yeah, I said boo, and then what did I say? I forgot. Like, is that it? Really? Yeah. I mean, I I think I was kind of I I was expecting something more. I knew that so. I don't know how, I don't know why I said, I didn't even remember that I said boo, but I do remember thinking in the lead up, cause your lead up was so gentle and it was so like, prepare yourself, dad, you know, first I'm on the phone with you and you have something to tell me. Then it's like, Hey, um, I got something to tell you. And I'm like, okay, mine starts racing, right? Cause everyone's mind will race. And I'm like, is it her grades? Do I have to kill some boy? You know, I don't, I don't know. You know, anything could happen at this point. And then, and then like, as you kind of got closer to it, I was like, by the time you said it, I was like, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I wanted, what I think was incredible or what I want to explore a little bit in this conversation is why were you so scared to tell me? I thought you were gonna get really mad. Okay, so why? Um, now here's here's the here's some context, and I'm gonna ask you questions so that I'm not making these statements by myself. Have I ever got really mad at you, like about technology? Yes. Okay, describe that. Do you remember what that was, or? Well, I've never broken something. Break the, like, I've been really responsible with all my technology, but yeah. like, you, you just get upset if I'm on it too long or something like that, or oh, if right. like I'm upset or not, sorry, not upset. Right. You just get upset if I'm on my phone too long. Okay, so that's about technology, but not because not like upset at you about. Have you, you've never lost anything. So, so what I'm kind of getting at a little bit is, you've never lost a phone. Nope. You've never, never damaged your screen. Nope. On anything. And I bought you an iPad, the first iPad Mini, mm-hmm. so that we could 
we could seriously remember that yeah, so, it was so that text. we could communicate and we were we were yeah i think we talked about it in another podcast and you did the same thing you're looking for it <laughs> um but yeah so yeah we still have it but so that so what i was trying to do is i was trying to get to like why were you scared about it right because here's the thing i knew it, i knew that there are certain things i knew that pretty much anything i did was gonna get my butt kicked you know what i'm saying so i was like legit fear I was like scared and i'm not saying that this isn't legit fear what i'm trying to get to is where does it come from a b i don't know what it is that i that i have done to create this so i want to be responsible with that too you know what i'm saying i don't take it lightly that my kid was scared to tell me something anything i don't even care if like it's something that you should be like quote in air quotes <laughs> should be scared to tell me yeah i want to make sure that like i want to find out and kind of dig to where that goes because you've never lost anything so i've never been mad about that never even been mad because you haven't done it i haven't yeah gotten mad because you've broken anything and then i started to realize that maybe and here's the thing this could be it this might not be it this might just be my insecurities kind of chipping away at it at me but i gotta make sure that this isn't it and then if it is i gotta own it is do you did you feel scared to tell me because it was something that you felt like you did that was irresponsible did you have to say that yes okay did you think that it was, what do you think is the penalty of your irresponsibility in this case? What should be my penalty? No, no, no. What is? So what are the consequences? Not that, okay, like, oh, yeah, I'm mad, but. That it can hurt me. Like the glass could. Yeah, glass could hurt you. Or like my phone could have stopped working. Yeah. Okay. And then if your phone stopped working, what would have to happen? Uh, we'd have to get it fixed because we need some form of communication. Right. And then if we had to get it fixed, what would what would that cost? Money. Is that where? Because, di I mean, here's what I'm asking. Because here's one thing that I have tried to do, especially in this last latest season of our lives, and I've tried to communicate openly and without trying to without as much shame as I can that we're more like money and growing on trees yeah and and I have tried to communicate that one uh, one way or another about a lot of things and I think that money has come up more especially in this particular season than it has you know in prior seasons or prior years and if I've created some sort of shame around the fact that you did something that's going to cost us money and that's a bad thing, is that, is that maybe where it came from? Maybe a little. Yeah. So it's a tight rope. I mean, parenting is a tight rope. Communication is a tight rope. And on one side, you fall off because you don't talk about it at all. And on the other side, you fall off because you maybe talk about it too much. So if, if you felt bad because I was going to get upset that we'd have to spend money on your phone, 
then I apologize because I've overdone. I have over communicated to a point where it made you scared to have normal things happen that happen in life. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're a screen now a little bit bonehead because you're throwing things at your phone while you're on FaceTime. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why you do that, but at the same time, I'm sorry that I have communicated about money in a way that has made you scared a little bit. That is not my intention. It's something that makes me something that I've been consciously trying to do so that I could be honest with just the fact that like we're just in a season where things don't money doesn't grow on trees and we gotta be responsible. And I don't think that it's and you have been so responsible, kid, with your phone, with your communication. What like it really has been with your technology, it really, really, really has been something that's very been very important to to me and to us in our family is the ability to communicate between you and I, whether we're together or not. And that has been at such a high priority that it's made getting you a phone, getting you an iPad earlier on this whole time, it's made it worth it. And it's, you know, we don't even, me and your mom don't even split that. I take, I can take care of that whole thing myself because it is such a priority for you and me to communicate regularly and often. And you've done such a great job, like such a great job. I, I, I also felt bad that maybe I didn't communicate how, just how great you have been with your tech that it didn't, I might not have created enough margin for mistake or margin for error. Um, in that. So, so I am actually, taking responsibility for the way you felt when you broke your phone, even though you shouldn't have thrown things at it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's a learning thing, right? It's like, <laughs> also realize that because you've never broken it, you really don't realize the amount of pressure that's needed to break it because you've never done it. You didn't realize how fragile those things can be because we've always put titanium cases on these things that you could throw up against the wall. But, you know, if anything hits it just the right way on the front for some reason, it's like an eggshell. Who knew? Like, why, Apple? Anyways, Apple, if you want to sponsor this podcast, you can. <laughs> <laughs> 8503213629. Anyways, um, Samsung, I'm so sorry, we can't do it. Anyways, <laughs> if they want, to, they want to give us recording equipment, great, but we're not, we're not going android sorry <laughs> anyways and i'm sorry mom <laughs> my mom's gonna be like oh great and my mom and oh and your mom anyways i just want to make sure that i and that's why i wanted to talk about this on the podcast not because i wanted to shame you the opposite i wanted to take responsibility for it if there's something there that was overdoing it whether it's communication whether it's communication about our need about how much of a budget we have to be on right now. You know what I'm saying? And it'll be a little bit before you can get your phone fixed. That drives me crazy. If you're seeing your phone like that, you know, drives me crazy. Not just being able to be like, yo, let's do it. But, you know, we can put some tape on it in <laughs> the case. The case part is a luxury. And that will just have to wait for a little bit until we can figure it out. I'll pick up as many shifts as I can, though. Okay? I will. I'll do it. 
for you. You understand me? I will. Anything. Um, but that's why. How does that make, how, how do you understand, how do you, does that make you feel or how do you understand that or how do you feel about that? I guess I still just feel bad that they broke it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't have to have any shame about it. I promise. I understand it. It's a mistake. It's an accident. I forgive you. <laughs> you know, it'll be fine. But when your mom told me that you had even like cried about it, and you didn't want to tell me so bad, so much or so bad. I don't want you to. I don't want you to ever be scared to tell me anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't. And I may or may not like. I don't know. I may or may not always do a good job with keeping the lines open or keeping all things on the table. But I'm trying, and I want to. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want you to be scared about nothing. Nothing like that at all. Especially not a thing. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, if it had to do, like, the things that I was concerned about, honestly, when you were, when I felt the heaviness of the conversation, was that, like, you you were hurt or that there was something else wrong, you know? So, for me, it's like, <laughs> it's just a thing. Oh, thank God. Honestly, don't feel bad because I was like, oh, thank God, that's it. I know at some point. Your mom's going to be like, yeah, Hannah wants to talk to you. And then I'm going to get on the phone and she's going to be like, and you're going to be like, gave me a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or there's, you know what I'm saying? There's just something else like, you know, that I can, I'll have to burn down the school or, you know, no, guys. I mean, just so everybody knows, I'm not, I'm not violent, I promise. But, <laughs> but, you know, with being things, there being things that are serious. That are that are about your health or something else, you know what I'm saying? So I don't wanna I don't want you to worry about things. Yeah. Alright. I love you so much and I'm proud of you. I love you, Jen. I know. Alright, I think we're gonna call it a night on this one. Not always easy conversations, but always conversations. Is that a deal? Yeah. You gotta say deal. Deal. Okay. As soon as this is as soon as I hit the space bar and stop the recording, I want you to come over here and sit on my lap and give me a big hug, okay? <laughs> okay. You promise? And I love you so much. I love you. Alright, you want me to pray or you want me to pray? You pray. <laughs> okay, I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, Lord. You know what I realized I've been doing, Lord, lately? Is I've been saying, ugh. Or I've been groaning or grumbling or something when I start to pray. Somehow, because I know that you've promised that you hear our grumbles and our groans, that it just helps me, like, tune in to the fact that I know you're listening. And even when we're off, even when we're shameful about something, 
even when we're in pain, even when we're enraged about the injustice in the world, there's not a point that you aren't there. It's not a point that you aren't with us. So receive our grumbles, Lord. Receive our confusion as to how we feel in a day, whether we're upset or sad or happy or want to cry. Whatever it is, there's just something that's uniquely special about knowing that you're there and that you're with us through it. And we just want to continue to pray our this prayer over this podcast and this space and this opportunity and this connection time that it'd be a place for me and my kid to talk, set aside time to talk through some things and connect first and then everyone else to be inspired or connect with their kids the same way or similar or in your way or in their way. Whatever you want to do with this thing, God, please do it. We don't want it to be about entertainment. We want it to be about honoring you. We want it to be about raising our kids right. Raising our kids with some space to talk. And we love you for this opportunity. We're so thankful. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, come get a hug, kid.